Good morning, Cassidy. How are you? I'm well, Craig. How are you? Very well, thank you. So we have a, a coffee from Black Duck Richmond. So um, shout out to those guys. You know what? I have a one of the, my favourite photos is yourself, Demi, and Sandy <laughs> sitting with Aridi shirts on at Black Duck having a coffee <laughs> after I think it was a Saturday morning. Yeah, very red faced after that um, Saturday morning wad. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> going to head back there a little bit more often when the uh, when the weather warms up yes mm. do you so you drink almond flat white yep that's what i drink what's the go with the almond milk well i actually don't really like dairy yeah okay yeah like i'm not too fussy about it but it just doesn't sit well in my tummy yeah i'm a little bit the same like i'm lactose intolerant so yeah i get it but i can't i haven't graduated to almond milk yet a lot of people say that yeah it's gonna get used to it it's a required taste yes okay well i'll take your word for it i might be brave one time and Just try do it. it yeah okay <laughs> so this is our obviously our reading members podcast so this is for everyone at the gym just to get to know you a little bit better whereabouts did you grow up um i've grown up in this area my whole life actually yeah yeah so um which suburb uh, Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I haven't ventured very far, but yep. um, yeah, it's good. Dad moved um, up the coast, so sometimes we go up there and visit him. And but mostly we're down. I'm down here. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Whereabouts up the coast does he live? Near Budgie Boy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a younger brother. Okay. He's pretty cool. I'm trying to get him to come to CrossFit, but it's come to CrossFit. What's his name? Scott. Come on, Scott. I know. Be brave. <laughs> Yeah, he's 23. Okay. Yeah. What does he do for a living? Um, he's a concreter at the moment. Yeah. I, I think he wants to get into electrical. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So what was it like growing up with Scott? Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it's it was good, but obviously I was just the big sister that picked on him all the time. As you do. Yeah, as you do. It's normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of mischief would you just get up to? Um, not really much mischief, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, not that I can think of. <laughs> you just bullied him? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get him on so he has a, a right of reply. <laughs> I'd ditch him. I remember we'd play tip up at the, we had a caravan up the coast before Dad moved. Yep. And we'd play tip and I would purposely lose him so that he yeah, he couldn't, couldn't find me and he'd be lost and I'd be laughing and it was terrible. You're a meanie. Oh, it was a bit <laughs> terrible. So what... Say, uh, 0 to 10, what was your childhood like? Oh, it was good. Um, obviously, <coughs> my mum and dad um, split when I was in kindy. So then um, I would go and visit dad on a Wednesday and every second weekend with Scott. That's when my brother and I would pretty much bond is when we went to dad's. Yeah, that was fine. He remarried, then he they divorced again. So, yeah, it, w- it wasn't that pleasant being with dad. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, mostly, yeah, it was. It, I had a pretty good upbringing. Do you remember being affected by that a lot at that age? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. Is that something that you still think about and has affected you to this day? Yeah, um, well, he hasn't really changed. I think the, the thing is that he's an alcoholic, yep. so that, that affects sort of our relationship. And me being the eldest, I don't know if I was sort of blamed for... A lot of the things that went wrong in his life. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine that would hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It does, but you know, it's just life. <laughs> yeah. Does that change 
or has that influenced your outlook on alcohol as, um, as you've got older? Yeah, it's definitely a depressive <coughs> thing. I don't think it's um, it's not something that I would do every weekend or yeah, you know, especially if you're not in a happy place, I wouldn't be having a drink. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that do struggle with it. Um, it just amplifies mm. any problems that you've got. Yeah, it sure does. Mm. How's your mum? Yeah, mum's really good. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, yeah, she's um, been with my sort of stepdad. They're not married, but <laughs> they've been together forever. Yep. And uh, yeah, I living back with her now, and yep. she's like my best friend. How good's that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So then you, what's what primary school did you go to? I went to Hobartville. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy that time there? I actually don't remember it all that much. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I guess it was good then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my primary school days were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I still remember them so fondly. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's good. Everything changes when you go to high school. It does, that's for sure. Which high school did you go to? Oh, Richmond High. <laughs> uh, did you stay there the whole time as well? Till um, year 12? No, I, I hated school. I didn't like... I that's, wasn't very academic. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried, um, but all my friends left in year 10. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. So I tried to stick it out and then got to year 11. And I lived so close to the school that I just wagged. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. then fell more and more behind and just left. Did you find the, the curriculum or do you just felt like you didn't belong or you just weren't interested? Um, yeah, I wasn't interested. Yep. I wasn't interested in learning learning maths and yeah. I went. I'll go into it a little bit later about um, about your business. But so you have a, cre- a creativity side, yeah. and I, I think a lot of people that have that, you know, they they have a strong emotional intelligence, or they're really creative, really struggle with math, science, yeah, English, and that that whole pigeonhole, you know, school that school can be for for kids. Yeah, I, I'm definitely in that category. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that you know that's a great strength to be able to. School's not the be all and end all, and it's not until you leave school that you are allowed the freedom then to be creative. Yeah, and express yourself in different ways and learn more about the world that suits how you learn and how you think about the world. Yeah. Um. Do you feel that's happened for you? Oh, definitely. I feel like <coughs> during school we weren't given the opportunity really to explore anything other than that logical side to us yep yeah. i completely understand i'm i feel the same uh, school was a punish because of that hated maths and science and english so I'd it's come yeah. back to haunt me now about uni and <laughs> yeah. i have to do maths it's haunting me now it's terrible did that affect other <clears throat> your social life at school not really i think school was mostly for my social life yep that's probably why I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I was, oh, sorry. No, you go. I was good at English. Yep. Um, but that was it. The rest I could have just not bothered with. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you had fond memory memories of high school. Yeah, I do have fond memories. Um, I I always floated between groups of friends. I never really was part of a group, mm-hmm. but I'd have like one on one close friendships with people from different groups if that makes sense yeah it does it does i think um yeah again that that's that's normal i think yeah. yeah find different groups that you belong with or you connect with and some people connect with everyone 
Yeah. And then there's other people that just stick with one person. Yeah. And then so everyone's just trying to find their, their, their way. way in school. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's good. So you go to uni now. There yeah. wasn't, you didn't think about that straight from school? Definitely not. No, and I still wonder if I'm doing the right thing going to uni because I, again, am not academic. Like it's not what I enjoy doing and it causes quite a bit of stress. Yeah. So what are you doing at uni? Um, currently I'm doing a Bachelor of Arts with a Master's of Primary Teaching. Fantastic. Yeah. So teaching that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have plenty of life experience to bring to the table. Yeah. So what... What uni are you going to? Um, uh, Western Sydney University yep. um, at Kingswood, but now because of COVID, I'm in doing it correspondence. Okay. What prompted that? The primary teaching. Going to uni, yeah. So do you remember the time where you went, you know what, I need to, I want to go to university and this is what I want to do? How did that all come about? I think it was like a lack of direction and panic. <laughs> Yep. I sort of thought, oh my God, like I'm getting older now and I need to have some sort of solid security, like we'll secure job mm-hmm. to get into that some, yeah, going to make money and it's, you know, I guess solid, like a solid job. Yep. Yeah. And I, I do surprise myself all the time because I'm like, oh, I actually passed and me being a bit of a perfectionist, yeah, it makes it a little bit difficult because I can't just do an assignment. I procrastinate about it until it's perfect are you a perfectionist in all areas of your life yeah it's not a great thing (laughs) (laughs) i saw recently that perfection is disguised as procrastination oh yeah do you find that yeah definitely it can make you not want to start something so you just ponder about it because you you, it can't be bad Mm. so you're just better off not starting it and not doing it in the case it could be not, not perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Once that gets into your head, it can be hard to get out of that mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. <clears throat> so how far are you into uni? I'm in my second year. Okay. Yeah. How did year one go? Year one was a bit of a challenge, but pretty good. Like I said, I did surprise myself and I've yeah. passed everything and made some really good friends at uni. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm like, a little bit more confident in my ability to... Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's just chipping away at it. Yeah. One assignment at a time. Yeah, exactly. One subject at a time, not looking at the bigger picture. What's the time frame for what you want to achieve? Is it three years, four years? It's four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can do the rest of it. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there. What's causing that in you? Oh, perfectionism, procrastination and maths. I can't okay. do it. I just yep. can't. <laughs> I need a tutor. Any tutors out there for maths? Yeah, Demi. Yeah, ah. yeah Demi's going to help me. Good. Good on you, Demi. I know. She's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so, because she, she does teaching. Yes. Do you guys talk a lot about it? Yeah, we do. Mm. She hates maths too, though. Well, I think, <laughs> uh, look, if you find someone that loves maths, avoid them. Yeah. No, no. They're just weird. <laughs> They're <laughs> I don't like it's a rare person that loves maths. Yeah. And that's a good thing. We need those people. <laughs> we need those people so <laughs> to they to help can... us out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you'll be fine. fine. Is it something that so teaching is it why teaching and not something else? 
Um, I love kids. Yep. So, and I know I'm really good with kids. And I think that's just because I've worked with kids since I left school. Mm. Unintentionally, it's just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, I feel like they, they look up to me and I thought that, you know, I could be a positive influence on them, um, especially in primary school when everything's so new. And 100%. Do you still remember teachers? That you had at school? I do in primary school. I oh, same. Yeah. Like, you know, so decades and decades later, you still remember those people and you remember their names because they had an influence on your life at that time. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that's a, a special thing. Yeah. You know, you can meet people that, you know, for a minute you don't even remember their name. But to remember decades later someone that had an influence over your life, that's, that's a powerful thing. Yeah, and I'd mm. like to be a positive influence on kids, and especially when kids are bullied. I, I feel like I want to be there for them and you yep. know, help them through yeah. things like that. What are you loving most about uni? Nothing. <laughs> Passing. <laughs> <laughs> that submission file is completed thing that comes up in my email, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Do you find Western Sydney Uni helpful? Um, yes and no. Yeah, they're pretty good. What, they're what, pretty good. Why yes? Well, because there is a lot to... Um, I guess there's a lot that they supply, like, online... Because I'm doing it all online now. They, yep. um, Yeah, so there's a lot that they do um, online for help and they hold special Zoom sessions if you need one-on-one help. And yep. um, so that's really helpful. Okay. What are they not good at? Um, probably nothing. That's just me not liking them. <laughs> 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 um, so COVID... How have you – is it very different being able to be doing it by correspondence as opposed to going to uni? How have you adapted to that? Good, not good? I find it um, – it's nice to be able to do uni in bed. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's the motivation of having to open the laptop instead of – normally I would drive to uni and that's that allocated time that I would put into uni because I'm actually there. Yep. It's much easier just to do the work while you're there. But at home, it's like my friend will say to me, do you want a coffee? Do you want to go do this or do you want to go and do that? And you just forget yep. that you've got to do all these things. Yep. So you've got to really allocate time and be very um, self-motivated to do it. Yep. Yeah, so you, you can be more a lot more focused when you physically go to uni and there's, you know, you've obviously, you're all fully aware of the purpose of why you're there. Yeah. But at home, the distractions come thick and fast. They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to do uni, you want to do everything else. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. I know you've just said you do get distracted, but do you have the discipline to be able to get through it? So far, yeah. yeah. It's just, I yeah, I do. Is that a quality that you've worked on or has that always come naturally to you, having discipline and work ethic? I've always had a really strong work ethic and I'm yep. very, I can be very determined when I want to do something, um, which has helped because I know that I definitely want to pass mm-hmm. and I don't want to waste <coughs> any time doing uni and fail. So, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I am pretty disciplined when I need, know I need to get something done. Yeah. And you're doing it full time, not yeah. part time? Yeah. Cool. Did you consider any other universities or any other mode of? I did have a look around. Um, Western just seems to have the best um, reviews. Yep. Yeah. And it's nice and close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Has there been any advice from Demi about teaching? 
Oh, yeah. She's like, here, have my old assignments. Here, help. I've, I've got... I'll do everything. <laughs> she's lovely. You just <laughs> sit helpful. back and have coffee and get distracted and I'll do it for you. Oh, yeah. She's going to help me with my mass report on Saturday. Fantastic. Yeah, and I'm just going to sit there and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Demi. I know. I'll get into training a little bit later. I'll ask you that. But what was your first ever job? My first ever job ever. Ever. Oh, God. I just would rather put it behind me. Um, it was the Gourmet Grill in North Richmond. Yeah? Yes. So how did that come about? Mum um, forced me to get a job. <laughs> Good on your mum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you needed a job. No, I definitely didn't. How old were you? I think I was 14. Yep. Yep, and he, oh, the, the boss was terrible, awful. And I cried before I'd go in there and his clock was five minutes later no five minutes earlier, earlier than the normal time <clears throat> so i'd get there on time and he'd be like well you're not on my time yeah and that just set me up for the whole shift of being like anxious yep <laughs> i i had a boss that said if you're 15 minutes early you're late that's that's how i felt yep yeah so <laughs> how long did you last there oh not long i think i lasted two months yeah what else would he do to you or what else would go on there that you um, he just made me feel really stupid. So yep. I didn't, um, I would then freeze. So when I start, I, I, I shut down yep. when, it, when I feel like I'm not capable or, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, he made me feel like I wasn't doing enough or wasn't quick enough and didn't do things right. And yeah, it wasn't You're very 14. nice. Yeah. 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 It wasn't very nice. How many people work there? I think like there'd be six of us there at yeah. one time. Did you find it was a happier, happy place or no. just everyone was just going about just I want my pay and just get in, yeah. get out? Yeah. And that uh, that then flows on to the customers. Like yeah. When you everyone was in a rush all the time and I was like – and then I was put off ever working in um, hospitality. Yeah. It's not fun, hospitality. No, never doing it, never done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so what, um, what was your jo- next job after that? After that, I did. I worked at Karate Jewelers mm. um, in the office. And Whereabouts are they? That was in Rouse Hill. Okay. Yeah. How old were you then? I think I was 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah. What sort of things would you do there? Um, I didn't know what I was doing, again. <laughs> Bake it till you make it. I tried, yeah. And I'd start vacuuming because it made me look busy. Yep. So I did that. Um, but they kind of expected me to know how to use like Excel spreadsheets and count. I had to, had to count stocks and I didn't know what I was doing. Mass would have come in real handy for that. Oh, yeah. Again, I let myself <laughs> down again. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. Yeah. So that, that didn't last too long because yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't work there. Do you remember actually going back to the – to the first place. Do you remember what you were getting paid an hour? I can't remember. He used to pay me in cash too. Fantastic. Yeah, which was great, but probably mm. was way under the award wage. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, okay, so Rouse Hill, Karate Jewelers. Yeah. Did you ever do anything outside of the office there? Yeah, and um, that's where I liked. I liked to be in the shop. Yep. But they didn't think I was strong in sales, so they didn't let me be down there. And they said, no, no, come back up to the office and do... Officey stuff. Yep. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing up there, but okay. Up, up I go. Yep. 
Um, but I was much <coughs> yeah. The people in the shop were heaps nicer, and yeah, you know, I liked looking at all the pretty jewelry and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and how long did you last there? I can't remember now, to be honest. Yeah, a few months. But then that whole nine to five thing, mm. I would be so upset. Like <laughs> I'd be getting there at like eight o'clock. And then coming home at like 5.30 and I was like, this sucks. Mm. It sucks. Mm. And then you look at the pay, I think it was like $300 or something for the whole week. And I thought, oh, I can't do this forever. This isn't life. I can't adult. I can't adult <laughs> on this wage. Yeah, no. But yeah. What was next after that? I think that's when, um, I think I had a bit of a break because I was a bit traumatised from that job. The boss was terrible again. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say terrible, what? What, do you mind me asking what what, oh, uh, what made you feel like that? He thought that I was useless, but no one taught me what to do and then the office ladies would literally yell at me for not knowing what to do. So no. I'd cry. <laughs> did they give you any training? Like, did no they, training. Yeah, that and that's the problem. They just expect you to come in and just know it all. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to train people. Yeah, and I went there not I – t- I said I didn't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to be shown, but no one wanted to show me and mm. – yeah, kind of felt like the office ladies had it in for me, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? How many people worked there? Um, there was three in the office, four including me and yep. um, the boss, five, and um, yeah, and then you had the salespeople who were lovely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, sorry. What was next? Um, and then I, I, I think I had a bit of a break from work. I just was a bit traumatized, and Mum's like, "Okay, it's all good." <laughs> yeah. Have to work for a bit. Yeah. And um, so I ended up doing a makeup course. I did my Cert 4 in makeup artistry at the Mask Academy. Um, Is that because you felt you were creative and you wanted to express that? And Yeah. So it, it was sort of mum was telling me that I needed to figure out what I wanted to do and then the pressure from school at the time was like you need to know what you want to do um, for uni and all this sort of thing. Because mm. I was in about – I think I was in year 11 point yep and so I left and said I'll just do makeup <laughs> and um, I did that and I traveled to Parramatta on the train um five days a week yeah how long was that for a year yeah okay yeah a year of that and that was really good and I did a few runway shows and um some big events yep yeah that was fun yeah so you you were behind the scenes doing all the makeup on yeah yeah how did you find the train travel back and forth? You meet some interesting or see some interesting things on yeah, trains. Yeah, you do see some interesting <laughs> things on the train, that's for sure. I've hated public transport. Yeah. I'll never forget one time there was some lady that <coughs> sat in front of me and she had so much perfume on and I couldn't breathe and the train was packed so I couldn't move. Mm. And I think I started crying because I thought I was just, this is it. Like I can't breathe and it's only, we're only at Riverston. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies with perfume, less is more. Oh yeah, I I, I don't think I can even wear perfume now. Yeah, Just one spritz and that's it. <laughs> Sometimes when you come across someone and they're wearing a you know uh, aftershave or perfume <laughs> and you don't like it, it's so off-putting. It is so off-putting. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> public transport is a reason why we all have cars. Yes, so we don't have to do that. Definitely. Yeah. So you did that for 12 months and then you graduated from there. Was it a certificate four? Yeah. Yeah. And so what what so happened then, after that? So mum was talking to her old best friend from 
her younger years all the way through high school and her younger sister um, had her own face painting business and is amazing at art and actually took me under her wing and um, yeah so it was a nice little connection there yeah and um, Nat and I have (coughs) been like best friends slash sisters forever since then and she's sort of yeah taught me everything that she knows she's now an international artist fantastic artist (laughs) it's funny how just there's moments in life how you meet a person that can influence you or have an impact on your life yeah where it just comes out of the blue yeah definitely is that um i saw something the other day where you put up that sister and life coach yeah is she a life coach as well oh yeah she (coughs) yeah she's full of wisdom (coughs) yep yeah, she just she usually just tells me to get over myself, but that's sort of a great life coach, I think. <laughs> it is. Like, shut up, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So what what do you love about her? What what is it about her that I just love her? Mm. I don't know. She's just yeah, she's just so cool. I don't know. It's you can be explain. yourself around her. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. she sort of took me from fifteen up until now. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. And mentally, she's yeah, she's always sort of taken me in and under her wing mm. forever. Yeah, when you find that person that is that older and probably a lot more life experience, yeah. that you can then, you know, draw upon that experience and then help yeah. with help guide you through some st- through some stuff. It can be so valuable. Oh, she's definitely done that. Yeah. So she has a face painting business. Yeah. And so what happened? Did you Yeah, so she taught me a little bit mm-hmm. and then um, I am lucky that I just picked it up really well. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she ended up taking me to my our first job. She's like, just come along and, you know, you can just watch. And it was Disney on Ice. Okay. So we travelled all around Australia doing Disney on Ice. And how old are you at this stage? I was 17. Wow. Yeah. That's a great opportunity. Yeah, and then she's like, well, for um, payment for that, I'll buy you your first kit. And I was like, really? I didn't expect that. So she um, bought me my first face painting kit and then she took me to a few jobs and I started painting some faces and I was so nervous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then it just flowed from there. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm still trying to always keep up with her because she's always doing something new and amazing and I'm always there going, oh, my God, I have to really kick it up a notch. <laughs> I've got a lift here. Yeah. Do you find yourself trying to be perfect with the face painting as well? Yes, definitely. Yeah. But it's good because you've got glitter. If you make a mistake, you can just put some glitter on it. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. And kids don't know. No, they don't know. And you put uh, lipstick and a bit of glitter and they're happy. Just don't have a mirror with you and everything's fine. <laughs> they it's won't. more the parents. Oh, yeah. Bloody the hell. parents want something perfect and... Do you have some stories, some um, shockers of parents, of their reaction to things? Well, there's been a fight in the face painting line. That's ridiculous, at a, hey? <laughs> at an event, yeah. My kid was in front of yours. No, it wasn't. And it was just, yeah, Nat was actually there and took control of the situation. What's wrong with people? Oh, they just get really pushy. And it's more the free to the public events where they sometimes the public can really... Um, be a bit pushy and demanding. Yep. Like I remember I painted a Spider-Man once. It was free. And um, I painted a Spider-Man. And the mum goes, oh, that's not enough red. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing's red. What do you mean? (laughs) And I'm like, it's free. Can you not give me a hard time? (laughs) I love people. Yeah. I said, sorry, that's all I can do. 
not enough red. Mm. <coughs> the whole thing was red. <laughs> the so all those people that go to those free events and then complain, they're all the people on public transport. Yeah, see, there's a connection. There is a strong <laughs> connection. So, um, yeah, any other stories of parents being... No, I think the, most of them are actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's just those few. And I guess they're, they're in more dominant areas mm. as well. And it's the, yeah, sometimes it's just the free free to the public and people have waited so long in line that they've just got the shits when they come. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Swear away, mate. <laughs> like the shirts. <laughs> yeah, when they come in, um, yeah, but, you know, most yeah. of them are pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so what, what's what been great about working with kids? Um, their reactions to everything and just the way they look at you like you're amazing and you're like, oh. Yeah. And they make you so happy. Like I was a swimming teacher for seven years you were yeah yeah okay well let's talk about that next okay yep yeah but yeah oh i love them they're they're great yeah and you dress up as well yes (laughs) (laughs) but i've i've drawn a line i won't do i don't dress up as clowns or any of that i'm just a fairy or elsa that's it okay yeah well that's fine (laughs) i have plenty of fairy dresses what's been some funny things that kids have done Thousands. Um, at swimming? Or face Let's, painting? We'll go to sk- swimming, but with face painting. There's, oh, I guess it's just more the requests. They yeah. ask. The boys What's are What's been hard. your strangest request? Um, a helicopter with people jumping out of it. <laughs> I've also had a vacuum cleaner. This kid was obsessed with vacuum cleaners. Yeah. And he got really upset when I said I couldn't do a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, my nephew was that. Oh. Obsessed with vacuums. See, and I always get worried when a boy comes over. Like, the girls are great because I can do all the pretty things. That's fine. Yeah. But then the, the boys, you think, oh, my God. So how did you do a helicopter with blokes jumping out? I didn't. I twisted. I twisted my words. That and kid I said, got a fairy. It's <laughs> like, oh, you'd look so much better as a scary tiger. <laughs> He's like, oh, would I? And I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> tiger it is. Jesus. Yeah, you can get what you want if you word it right. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Any, any others? Oh, yeah. It was one kid's birthday party. Oh, of course, it was the birthday boy. And yep. he wanted a codfish. Codfish? Yeah. <laughs> Future bikey. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, I'm really sorry. I can't. <laughs> I can do a shark. <laughs> you look really good as a tiger. Yeah. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Codfish. Mm. I wonder where you got that from. Because he caught one on the weekend and he was all excited about it. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing about kids. You just get such a raw, honest... Oh, you do? Brutal. <laughs> they are brutal. Yeah. Just tell it how it is. Yeah. If you've got a, a bruise or something, they'll go, oh, what happened to you? Like, that's a bit scary. <laughs> like, thanks. It was a... Na- I got into a fight with a naughty kid. Yeah. <laughs> you should see him. Yeah. Always be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so where is face painting at now for you? Um... To be honest, the industry's kind of um, gone flat. There's not, there's no jobs at the moment, and we can't because of the 1.5 meter distancing rule. Yeah, we can't, and all the cross contamination between the water and the paints and the brushes is just too much to to do for every child. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think we're covered under public liability at the moment either. How is it different to hairdressers or massage? I know, I don't know. 
does do you get any explanation from anyone about that? No, I, I think feel like we're the forgotten sort of industry, <coughs> to be honest. Yeah, I think that's been the most confusing thing for everyone during this COVID time is yeah. why can that happen but not that happen? Yeah, exactly, because you still you got to touch people when you're doing a massage and yeah, hair you're that close. Yeah, but the only thing with face painting, I think, would be I can understand is the cross contamination for yeah. every kid with the water and the brushes and that but i think some of us are still doing balloon twisting because that's a bit more yeah can you do that (laughs) i'm scared of the balloons popping (laughs) 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 i've tried multiple times and they burst and it freaks me out oh my god that's (laughs) funny can you can you do a butt i can do uh, yeah i can do a sword and a and a flower yeah i find it fascinating yeah it's not it's not fun no i can fingers hurt too. i can't tie the knots quick enough and there'd be so much pressure when yeah. you you start off with two 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 sausage balloons and you just <laughs> and everyone's watching you yeah what what amazing thing is she going to create uh, yeah I, i'm okay with that pressure face painting but twisting yeah i'm just so scared of it popping but yeah, yeah i just twist with one eye cl- closed <laughs> just getting anxious as all hell i do yeah what what was your what was your business called? Cassidy Rose Face Painting. Perfect. And so what was business like early March, so before COVID? Super busy. Yeah. Really busy. So I never had a weekend off and I always worked. Um, I worked at the Marsden Brew House every, every weekend and then um, on a Sunday and then I'd have multiple parties on the Saturdays and the, some Sundays after Marsden. So I'd do like three or four, two or three jobs sort of um, one after the other on the weekends. Yeah, mad. And would you work during the week with it? Uh, when it's Easter and Christmas, yeah. Okay. Special events. Yeah, it sounds like it was, um, yeah, like really busy and successful. And yeah, it was. So then COVID hits? And then COVID hits. <laughs> <laughs> what, how was it for you? Like, how did you find out? Were you anxious? Did well, you know what was going to happen? I mean, I did uh, f- the last party I did was in March, um, and then every and then we weren't covered under public liability, so then we couldn't obviously do it. And um, then all the um, larger contracts that I had, their businesses obviously were closed down because of the ten people rule as well. Yes, and they were losing obviously income and couldn't pay for entertainment mm-hmm. when they couldn't have guests. So was your phone ringing then to cancel? A yeah. lot of a lot of emails. How are you feeling then? Oh, terrible! Mm. But I think we're we're such a close knit community that we're all like we have a big Facebook page with all Sydney's top artists, and we're all just sort of whinge on there together. So yeah. <laughs> we're all in the same boat. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I know I'm not alone in the in the situation. What was the first month like when it all hit and you everyone's in pretty much lockdown? It was more just wondering what to do with like JobKeeper and, you know, how do we go about money, mm. really? Were you eligible for that? Yeah. That's Luckily. good. I yeah. don't know what September, I think they're going to, the rules are changing in September. Yeah. But I'm not sure exactly where I stand. I've got to look into it. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to. But yeah. I think they're, monetary wise, they're going from 1500 a fortnight to 1200 Okay. And that's until, I believe... January or even March next year, yeah. which then it will then drop to uh, 900 after that. Oh, so it's going to progressively 
reduce to try and, I guess, basically give us time to, because um, we're getting it here, it's actually helped us a lot yeah. to get through the last sort of, you know, six months. Just to, So just to help rebuild things, but I guess the difference is for us, we're able to open again and start trading again to have some hope of mm. building again, whereas yourself, you are still closed and yeah. you're not doing any work so yeah. <laughs> it's going to take you you know a lot longer to build that up again yeah of course I mean I'm getting a couple of people still want to do face painting parties and that but it's just too risky can you do one-on-one things at all like is there any appetite for that anywhere no the only ever one-on-one things is Halloween where you get an adult wanting their face done yeah one thing but like then again that's parties and yeah so yeah. It's, it's really there's nothing yeah. Nothing that we um, we can do. Yeah. Is there anything you can go into makeup wise? There's not much money in makeup, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I was well, swimming teaching. I was doing that, but didn't want to get back in the pool. Yeah. And so probably makeups are probably similar. Going yeah, through similar so. things. Yeah. Are you hopeful of going back into your business and getting that up and running again? I would like to. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy it. Um, but actually, Nat's started doing lashes and spray tanning mm-hmm. um, instead because she's a little bit worried about the outcome of the industry. Yep. So I think um, yeah, she's sort of offered to teach me maybe. So okay. that might be an avenue. I mean, one door closes, other doors open. So oh, 100%. Yeah, swimming teaching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you a good swimmer growing up? And Actually, I was swimming girls champion at high school. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. One girl that always beat me in pu- in primary, but <laughs> <laughs> they'll never find a body. Nah. <laughs> what? Um. Yeah. So that's something that you're good at and you enjoyed. And yeah, I did love it. Yeah. Okay. What was your favorite um event? Um, I was better at freestyle, but I was actually pretty good at butterfly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's rare for people to be good at that. I think that um I probably only got through because a lot of people didn't want to actually enter. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. I was better at it you're the only person in the race yeah probably so how did you get into swimming teaching then and how old were you so mum was a swimming teacher she's still teaching she's been doing it for like 16 years whereabouts does she teach she's now at starfish aquatics okay yeah which is new um, in north richmond yep we had the face painting going but that was only weekend work i was looking for something through the week for a little bit more money and she's like oh come and try teaching and that's where I met my best friend, Ash. Yeah. And Hello, um, Ash. Yes. You, you met Ash. I have. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so then we – I met her and she's like, yeah, do it. It's going to be so much fun. I was like, okay. I wasn't really interested in it. Yep. But then I got in the pool and all the kids – and I wasn't even supposed to be teaching, but all the kids wanted to come to me. Mm-hmm. So then I started teaching straight away, first time in the pool. Yep. And, um, yeah, they loved me and they offered me a job and – I stayed there for years. Awesome. Seven years, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so I was there for about six years and then went to Starfish for um, almost a year. Okay. Yeah. How did you deal with chlorine? Not good. That's yeah. why I can't get back in. <laughs> so I, I just, I feel like you could always smell it. Yeah. Like it's just that little, like, yeah, I feel like I was a bit immune to it, but then other people would be like, oh, you smell like chlorine. I was like, great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I can't scrub it off. <laughs> Being in there for so long, we were in there for like four and a half hours. Yeah, it yeah. can't be good for you. 
It's. I don't think it, can, it could be either. Yeah. Yeah, and your nails are weaker and your hair. Oh. Don't even get started on don't that. Don't even get started. Mm. Have to put coconut oil all through it <laughs> <laughs> every shift. <laughs> kids do in the pool that made you laugh. Oh, they'd just be funny. And there's some kids that would – they'd all just had their unique kind of freakouts because I liked to push them a little bit to, yeah. you know, if they're really scared of jumping in and, you know, getting back to the wall, you'd be like, no, you can do it. And they'd stand on the wall and shake and do something really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd jump in. But, yeah, no, they're just really cute. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like that you gravitate to the that demographic of kids. Yeah. And it's <laughs> – that's probably your niche. Yeah, I guess so. Life. Yeah. And like I never had a plan after school, so I just fell into face painting and fell into teaching swimming and mm. yeah. Do you think you fell into it or you gravitated to those things because of what you would feel inside as a person? You gravitated to wanting people to feel good and, and you know, be around happier people like you yeah. know, kids and yeah, definitely. Not, yeah. not so much pressure. Like, mm. I mean, there's definitely a lot of pressure in teaching swimming, but you can smile and it's all okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And it's not so stressful like doing Excel sheets yeah. in an admin office. I can't Ma- do imagine that. Imagine doing that. I can't. I can't. And the thing is that freaks me out a little bit about teaching primary school is that it is like a nine till three or job every day and I – you know, like I love the kids and I'll see how I go, but it's that regimented sort of a job where I'm not that keen on, you know, being locked into a yeah <laughs> job like that. But, yeah, I know I love teaching the kids and it makes me happy. So, mm. yeah, I think it would be good. It's interesting how you uh, – I know teachers that are the same. They're, they love the teaching side of things, but the whole um, regiment um, hours and – you know, the structure and the frameworks that you have to work yeah. within, they don't really enjoy that part of it. Yeah. So they rules. have this... Yeah, <laughs> <Hate> rules. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this struggle yeah. with um, not... It doesn't allow them to fully enjoy what they do. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, the only thing to do is get in and do it. Give it a go. Give it a go. And it is good security, I guess. I can yes. always go back to it. 100%. <laughs> And casual teaching. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Demi said. She did that for like two years before she got into it properly. And she said that would suit you. Mm, Perfect. Could start there. Yeah. And you could have your business on the side. Yeah. So I heard the other day, casual teaching, you can earn 400 bucks a day. Yes, that's correct. Get a few of those a week. Mm. (laughs) You'd be fine. (laughs) You only need two or three. Yeah, literally. So exercise, training. Is it something you've always done? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I um, have you been a gym goer? Yeah. So I kind of I did used to do weights, I guess, at like Anytime Fitness and Plus Fitness. Boo. Yeah. Very boring. Yeah. And you know what? Like, it, I understand why people do it. You can get you know a great body from just building muscle and all that, which yep. is sort of what I wanted to do. But I could never really push myself and the motivation just wasn't really there. Yeah. And I'd still being that determined person would always just go and try anyway. Yeah, I never really saw results as much as I would like. Yeah. Did you ever used to follow a program? 
Yeah, I've tried lots of online programs and um, I tried a program and went to the uni gym mm-hmm. and I did a program with a girl there and um, that actually was really good. I yep. liked that one. What made that different? I was accountable to her every time I went to the gym. <laughs> so she was there. Yes. And um, Which is good. I like to be accountable. Having that accountability, so if you have coaches in classes or you have a PT. Yeah. Um, or a nutrition coach or a life coach or whatever it is, having that accountability, it just does something in people where it keeps them on a path and gives them that extra little bit of motivation. Yeah. Because mm. you're not just the only one tracking your progress. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Someone's watching. Yeah, someone's watching. Yeah. So you can't not do it. <laughs> so you got some results with that program? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, not as much as when I came here though. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a before and after photo, which I haven't shown anybody. Yeah. And I s- came across it on my phone and thought, oh my God, like, yeah, my body changed a lot just um, from doing CrossFit. What do you love about CrossFit? I love, what it's done for me most, I think, is um, it's built my mental strength yep. up more than I've ever. I've never pushed myself like I've pushed myself here and the you know the assault bikes and the rowers like I'd never in a million years touch one of those (laughs) yeah and when I came here and you're like right this is what you have to do everyone's doing it it's like okay I just have to do it everyone's doing it we're all in the same boat we're all suffering yeah everyone's dying so it's fine yeah and um yeah it's actually I think that extra cardio the strength building as well has made such a huge difference Mm. And the pu- yeah, I have to obviously mentally push myself more than I ever have. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it is physically, yes, you push yourself, um, and, but you can do that everywhere, anywhere if yeah. you want to. But there's something about the class environment and the type of training in CrossFit that you get uh, an energy from other people and the classes and the type of training that you're doing that yeah. just puts an energy in you yeah, that definitely. pushes you mentally as well. Yeah, and it's sort of it's good because I've proven to myself that I can push through something really difficult. Yes. So I feel like I have taken that in other areas of my life as well. Like mm. I can go like, oh, you can do it. Like I always negatively talk to myself in a way where I'm like, it's too hard. <laughs> you can't do it. It's too hard. Yeah. Um, habit of talking to myself like that has actually pretty much gone away. That's awesome. From doing this, yeah. Yeah. I saw a really good thing that when you're self-talking in a workout, (laughs) imagine what you were thinking in your brain was going over the loudspeaker so everyone could hear. (laughs) That is great. Can you imagine that? So next time that you think something negative, just try... All the swear words. Yeah, yeah. Try and think that, okay, this is being amplified to everyone (laughs) and you stop thinking that. Oh, that's really good. I'm going to do that because it still happens. I was it, like, oh, God. Yeah, I was the same, and it works for me. That I'm going to take that. Yes. Yeah. So try that. What's a couple of things? Okay, so when you – your first week of CrossFit, how were you feeling here? Like, in were you nervous, anxious, oh, Craig, overwhelmed? Craig, I was so nervous. I'd sit in the car and be like, I'm not going in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going in. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know how to do a burpee. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was really good. I ended up, I realised that the classes went a lot quicker than I thought they would. Mm -hmm. And you'd read what's on the board and you think, oh my God, like that is so much. Yeah. But then you're in it and it's over. Yeah. Before you know it. Yeah. You sort of break it down over the hour. Yeah. And you don't do all of that at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You just chip away. 
do you remember a moment that you went, yeah, this is okay, I'm going to stay? Definitely. Actually, after the first one, I thought yeah, okay. I actually really loved it. I was like, oh, I've never, like, sweated like that. <laughs> yep. And I think um, even because Shay was running it the first time, she's like, they're not always like this. This is a really hard one. It started <laughs> on a really bad day. It was all calories. Yep. And, yeah, for me, I was like, oh, I haven't done a workout like that, I think, in my life. <laughs> so this will be really good. This could be a keeper for me. Yeah. Yeah. And straight away, I've always been so scared of box jumps. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't even – we had a deck and I couldn't even jump on the deck. It was probably half the size of a box jump. And I would just – I'd try it and I'd be so overwhelmed with, like, I can't do it. The first time I ever was in front of a box, I just jumped on it. And I think that was just the environment. Yep. Yeah, it was like everyone else can do it, so can I. <laughs> yeah, and there's just those little things that when you achieve that. Yeah. It then carries over to other things that, well, I can do it and yeah. so on and so on and so on. It's like you got to you prove it to yourself. Yeah. What would you say to people that, okay, so we're, we've had people that want to start CrossFit. I've driven into the car park and I've sat in the car and then driven out because they've got so overwhelmed of their thoughts of what it's going to be like. What would you say to those people that are thinking of starting CrossFit? I feel like... And I try and get my friends to join, but they always say I'm not fit enough. It's, we hear that all the time. And I'm like, they're like, just let me train a little bit more and then I'll come and join. And I'm like, I could not even do a burpee. Like, yep. you don't have to. Because I thought the same thing and then I just came and gave it a go and I thought, you know what, you can always scale everything down. 100%. It's just whatever you can do. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to be the best and do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. What's maybe two things that you couldn't do week one that you can do now that you're proud of? Um, I couldn't do – I couldn't even skip properly yep. with singles. <laughs> I was like, what is this jumping business? And so Tommy Galea couldn't double under <laughs> when he first started. I love that video, Tommy. <laughs> Yeah, but now I can do double unders. Yes, and, and today, very good. I got 25 in a row today. Congratulations. That was exciting. Yep. I remember doing, there was a wad that we had to do was 10 burpees before we did something. Oh, I couldn't get through the 10 burpees without dying. I think I got like three and I'd be like, oh God, then another three. <laughs> and then, yeah. And so now 10 burpees is, is easy. Yeah. I wouldn't say easy. Yeah, but, but you learn to pace doable. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There is a few little tricks to burpees mm. that you sort of work out over time. And yeah, it's like a rhythm. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then combining the rhythm mentally as yeah. well as physically. So you just keep going but then mentally self-talk that this is okay. And yeah. You know, just take one and at I feel time. like mentally you've got to get to a, a place where you're not thinking. Mm. Like that's, yeah, I think the COVID break. I was good before the COVID break. And then coming back, it's like, oh, you can't just keep going. But before I could keep going. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting back to that now. Yeah, so how was COVID gym-wise for you? So we closed 23rd of March, done, yeah. and don't know when we're going to reopen. How did you deal with that? I was devastated because yeah. <laughs> I just got into the swing of it and I was like, yep. oh, great, now I'm going to put on weight. I'm going to explode. <laughs> yeah, I literally thought that because I'm never going to push myself at home. Yeah. Demi's actually, she, we did a little home gym at her, in her shed. Yep. Yeah, she wrote out wads literally the same as ours here and mm-hmm. um, Shay always put up a few that we would do and 
we kept each other motivated and yeah. accountable. Yep. So I actually ended up working out throughout the whole of COVID. Yeah, yeah, you guys working together and then posting those was inspiring other people. Oh, thanks. You probably didn't know that, but no. that was mentioned to me a few times. And actually, sometimes I felt a little bit <laughs> bad. I didn't want to make other people feel bad for not working out by posting me working out, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't want to think, oh, I don't want people at home that can't find the motivation to be like, oh, look at everybody else exercising. Mate, don't worry about that, hey. <laughs> yeah. Just post away. Something that changed my opinion about social media was and about, oh, I shouldn't post this and make that person feel bad or this group of people feel bad. But if you bring value to other people, great. But in 50 years' time, we're documenting our lives. Yeah. So this is always now going to be online. And that some people think, oh, that's a bad thing. But I wish I could see my grandparents and how they lived you know, 60, 70 years ago, um, what was their 20s like? What were their 30s like? What what were they posting? What were their thoughts every day? Yeah. Or were my parents? Yeah. We, I only have a few photos of my grandparents. You know, yeah. my, my parents, I don't I have no video or no, there's only still pictures. I don't know what they, their thoughts were unless, you know, we have conversations obviously, but... There's nothing documented, whereas now we live in a time where every single thing you can do throughout the day, you can post up and document and, you know, your children and your grandchildren can look back on this time and go, you know, look what she did and look what she was doing and this is how she lived her life and look how that's changed. That's how I view social media now. So when you think or I think I just feel like posting this, I just post it because it's something that I'm thinking at that time and someone can look back in the future and go, that's... I love that. I haven't thought about I haven't thought about it like that. Yeah, and it's just something that I saw it a, a while ago and it has stuck with me and it changed my opinion on, on social media. And if anyone out there is listening and thinks, I don't want to post that because what other people will think, yeah. bugger them. Like... It's yeah. your it's your social media, it's your document of your life. Yeah. If they don't like it, unfollow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm getting to that point. Obviously I um yes, I don't like posting all the time. Yeah. But, you know, I've got to stop worrying about what other people think. Hundred percent. Because um their opinions don't matter. Yep. So training, do you have goals from now? What is there anything crossfitty that you want to achieve? <laughs> Well, I would like to be able to do a pull-up, but I feel like that's just never going to happen. That'll happen. I need to start – I would like to start doing some free se- like free weight sessions yep. and coming in to really build more muscle, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That's yep. just a little bit of time outside of the classes. Yeah. Really. Get Shay or someone to write your program. Yeah. And then come in and do your, do your strength stuff and then use the water as your conditioning piece. Yeah, I think it's just the main goal for me is to be fitter, mm-hmm. fitter and stronger and feeling good. Do you think CrossFit's something that you will stick with? Yeah, I think so. It'd be hard to go back to a commercial gym now and just do your own thing. I don't think I could do it. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I couldn't, definitely. No, it's, this is just too much fun. Mm. This is purely because it's, it's fun. Yeah. What's it like having... Demi and Sandy to train with. Oh, they're fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. You guys have formed a 
pretty good <laughs> little bond, haven't you? We have. Going yeah. out to high teas together I and know. coffees together and swanning around the countryside <laughs> together, painting together. I know. No, it's all fun. But um, I, Demi and Sandy had, had a thing, I think, before CrossFit and then um, Demi and I were pretty good friends. We partnered up on Saturdays and yep. now I'm, I've been – I'm in it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a three. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Have you travelled? Anywhere, like overseas? I haven't, and I really wanted to this year. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, obviously, that's not going to happen. <laughs> COVID's just wrecked, wrecked a lot it. of things, hasn't it? It has. Where do you want to visit? So, okay, international borders, COVID, vaccine, you've got it, everyone's got it, yeah. borders open, where are you going? Where's your first? I would love to visit my Uncle Mark. So, he lives in Cabo. In Mexico, Cabo oh, San Lucas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and um, oh, he posts so many things from his balcony. Like, in his front yard is literally the ocean. Love that. It's beautiful. Mm. And, yeah, so I'd love to go there and visit him. And I'd love to go to Europe and travel Europe. Yep. Just, and look at all the historical. The last podcast I did with Chris Hopper, um, he spoke about his favourite place was Italy. Oh, I'd love to go to Italy. Yeah, because of the history place has like we're 200 and something years 200 years old yeah we're young we, we're only babies <laughs> we are babies. yeah so civilizations that have spent thousands of years in a city yeah. and to be able to see yeah see i know that. i think i'd just stand on the street and stare at it <laughs> taking it in because <laughs> it's really so shocking yeah how much history it can be in a building yeah 100 percent. do you want to see much of australia I'd love to travel around Australia. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think Australia's a beautiful country. Yeah. We're very lucky to live here. Yeah. How did your uncle become to live in Mexico? He was uh, selling house. Drugs? Yeah, well. <laughs> 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 Not that I know of. <laughs> but you never know. No. You never know. <laughs> so I think he was selling houses and then he went got an offer over there and he was selling like condos and a lot of money was put into houses over there and then he just made millions over there and awesome he's living the life mate living the dream and gives you a place to go and visit exactly Mm. very excited well that's a good place to start yeah because i know someone there and then i can just you know so i wanted to ask you too with covid obviously business is affected with face painting and so during this time you've been doing some modeling yeah how did that come about and how do you find it yeah, um, so it's not ever something that I planned on doing mm-hmm. or I've never really been interested in that side of things. And I have actually has, have been offered to do modelling my whole life, mm-hmm. basically. So I was scouted on a boat party once yep. by a um, photographer. Yeah. And he does the Ministry of Sound videos and all that sort of thing. Um, and I did a photo shoot there when I was 19 and... Um, freaked out a little bit <laughs> it was all yeah. a little bit too raunchy for me and it was just yeah wasn't for me was there um, pressure for you to to be raunchy i felt so yes yeah. but then i look back now and i think oh that's he kind of did tell me that it was th- like glamour modeling and i didn't really expect it to be that revealing but it was and yeah. I, I did it but i felt uncomfortable yeah and um and i was very young and i thought oh not for me <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, that Did freaked that me out. Trigger things in you in terms of insecurities or oh for sure yeah yeah. So I um actually I had an, a BDD body dysmorphia oh, yep 
Yeah. Mm. That, and I'm still getting over that, but that, you know, is obviously I just... How long have you been dealing with that for? Um, since, I think, high school. All the girls, girls do it. They still do it. Um, I sometimes do it too. Like, you just compare your body and you just... I think I've internalised everyone else's, I guess, opinions on what they should look like and what what's hot and what's not, what, you know, all that. Mm. And I never really would say anything or... But I, I internalised my friends, I think, in yeah. high school and realised or thought to myself that, oh, my God, I'm not enough. Like, I need to be going to the gym and I need to be looking like this. And mm. I realised it was a problem when yeah, I, so I didn't want to wear shorts. Wow. And I didn't want to wear a singlet. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking? That I was fat, basically, which is stupid because <laughs> I never was. But I just felt like I wasn't – I just felt very uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, it's so hard to explain, really. Did you have reinforcement of the thoughts you were having in your mind? Were you getting any external um, reinforcement of that from friends, family, um, social media? No, I think I – Backing I that up or was it just your thoughts in your own mind? It was only my thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I just – being – and then I, I actually – yeah, being a perfectionist, I think I thought, well, I'm not yeah. perfect so I'm not wearing a singlet. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And like – and I, I look back now and I think, well, I, I wasn't um, fit. I wasn't feeling great. So that's why I, I you know, took it to that extent. But, um, yeah, no, I did see someone about it. Yeah, did that help? It helped heaps. Yeah. She was like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks That's for our that. session done. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm fine. Obviously, I'm fine now. Yeah. Can I ask, if you don't mind me asking, and yeah. what was it about, what would she say to you that helped? Um, she, she sort of rounded out that I am a perfectionist and yep. gave me a few, um, a bit of pointers about what a perfectionist is and yep. how detrimental it can be to your mental health Mm -hmm. and um, progressing in life at all yes so I really had to work on that because it it was like an extension from perfectionism yep Um, and I'm a lot better now with it Mm. I still procrastinate over uni but (laughs) yeah um, I don't really worry too much about what I look like anymore yep I feel like it's not worth it 100 percent. do you feel it creeping up now and then you're able to have the you have the skills or the tools to deal with it to push yeah. that away yeah yeah so if my jeans are too tight i'll just be like it's fine <laughs> it's fine <laughs> i'm dealing with this <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not like oh my god i need to go for a run it's like i just it's whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that's good yeah yeah do you remember a time when you realized it was a problem uh yeah was there a moment yeah so i was at the gym a few girls there that were wearing like crop tops and shorts and i was like oh i want to wear that but i can't <laughs> But I could, but I in my head was like, I can't, there's just no way. Yeah. And then I thought, this is really like a problem. Mm. Like, why aren't I happy? Like, why can't I just wear what I want to wear and Un- stop being so self-conscious? Yeah. Until then, it was probably unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of in my head, but I just ignored it. Yep. If you've got someone listening that is feeling the same way, do you have a message for them? Yeah, it's just get out of your own head. <laughs> You can be so judgmental to, be, to yourself and it's terrible because mm. you, you don't need to be. Mm. Be a bit kinder to yourself. Yeah, and it's fake. Like it's not it's not real. Like I, what I thought was, what I think now is that all those thoughts weren't 
even real at the time. Yep. Like I 100% could have worn shorts. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Fast forward to this year. So you got back into modelling. Is that because you felt more comfortable that you could deal with things? Yeah, it actually came about organically. Mm-hmm. Um, just before COVID, I went out with my friend and we saw some of her work friends and one of them was a photographer. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, you'd make a great model. And I laughed it off and I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I just, that was that. He followed my face painting page, all good. Yep. And um, he actually contacted me with a job, a paid modelling job, mm-hmm. um, just for musket trailers. And it was just like T-shirts. He's like, oh, we can do a little portfolio while we're there. And I was like, okay. And he was really lovely and I felt comfortable with him. It was all good. And um, I did it and was really surprised at the photos. Yep. He's like, you'd be a, yeah, you're a great model. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he uses me for most of his jobs that he gets in. Okay. Yeah. And then I got um, picked up by another photographer and yeah. Is the comfortability with the photographer the main thing? Yeah, yeah. The trust you got to have, you got to yeah. have trust in who you shoot. I won't shoot with anybody. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, especially on Instagram, that are like, "Oh, do you want to do a shoot? Do you want to, mm. you know, do a collaboration?" I just go, oh, "I'm busy." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So there's a, a stigma around modeling. I think so. What do you say to those people? How does modeling make you feel? What message do you want to get out there in relation to what you're doing? Yeah, I, well, I'm obviously worried about being misconceived as or misunderstood as um, someone who's trying to just post photos for, like, attention and um, gratification. Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'm not one to really self-promote mm-hmm. myself. I've, <laughs> I've never really been one that posts a lot on social media. Yep. And so I was very uncomfortable <laughs> Having to, and I did separate my modelling photos to a different account so that I, it, you know, my friends and family don't need to see that anyway. Yep. So yep. I did separate it. Um, and I wasn't even going to do like an Instagram for it, mm-hmm. except I actually got um, a job turned down because I didn't have enough followers. And I was like, oh, that's money that I, yep. you know, could be having. But because I haven't got the followers on Instagram, I missed out. So I thought, well, I've got all these great photos. I may as well put them up and just see what happens. And earn an income from it. Yeah. Yeah. So how does it sit today? How does it make you feel? I still feel like I might be being judged by some people. (laughs) And that's not a great feeling. But then I have to think to myself, who cares? That's just them being jealous. Uh, Well, yeah. I've just got to not care. Yeah. You know, about what I what other people think or perceive me or like they might think, Oh, she thinks she's so great. Like it's I'm it's not like that when I'm posting photos on there. It's literally just to get a bit more of a following so I can get some jobs. Yep. Yeah. Document what you're doing. Yeah. So in sixty years time you can yeah. look back and say, This is what I did. Yeah, no, exactly. It's awesome. Do you is it something that you're gonna continue doing? Um, I think so. Purely because it's not something that I'm chasing it's not like a dream that I'm chasing or anything like that but um, there's just opportunities that keep coming up and I think well I'm not working at the moment so I may as well take them yeah you know there's people out there that are judging say for example that you you know people judging you for doing that but they're at home drinking a bottle of wine a night or they're you know 
on drugs or they're cheating on their um, partners, you know, like fix your own backyard before you start throwing stones at others? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you find your social media has changed since you've been doing the modelling? Like, Yes. <laughs> the type of attention that you get and have you received positive and negative? Um, yeah, so mostly positive. Yep. And I'm actually very surprised at how many friends of mine have... Um, you know, said, oh, this is great, keep going. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's lovely. But I actually, if I put a post up, I know I haven't got that many followers or whatever, but I actually have to put my um, phone on Do Not Disturb because yep. I just can't deal with it. Like I, I don't sit there on social media all the time. I can't do it. Yeah. And the notifications are just too much. You're not getting no study done. No, exactly. If you're looking at <laughs> notifications all day. Do not disturb is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with the negative comments? Um, I ignore them. Awesome. Delete, block, that's fine. I just yep. don't need that. Yeah. And I don't give any of my energy to it because I don't want to feed it. Yep. Perfect response. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the best with that. And I hope COVID um, sorts itself out soon so the face painting can get back up and running. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. Do you have any um, hobbies? Yeah. Um, I have a horse. Ah, tell me about that. Yeah. Oh, well, I've been riding ever since I was like a kid. Okay. Yeah. And um, well, my parents, we don't have property or anything like that. So um, I'd started off with lessons, just riding lessons when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Then I wanted my own horse, obviously. Of course. Yes. So then <laughs> um, I ended up getting one and paying for adjustment. Yep. It's so expensive. Whereabouts is, where do you, he or she? It, I've got a boy horse now. Ah. He. <laughs> Whereabouts is he adjusted? He's um, on Castle Ray Road. Okay. my friend's place. Yep. Yeah, so he's only five minutes away now. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, he we were at um, Pitt Town and he was at like a like an eventing stable so what we did was the the dressage the show jumping and the cross country mm-hmm. but at the moment he's um i'm not exactly as into it as i'd like to be because <laughs> yep. of uni and all that yeah there's a lot going on yeah so he's just chilling i'm um, in the paddock at the moment yep yeah is it expensive Ah, uh, it's free there at the moment yep yeah which is great yes <laughs> and i am going to start riding him there a little bit awesome but there's just not that big jump course that i'm Yep. I'd like to get back into doing. There's a few um, women here that are in, in that work with horses, whether through vets or um, show jumping. Oh, I love show jumping. Or track riding. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that. So there's a little community. I'll let you know who it is. Yeah, so you can, that'd be great. Yeah, chat with them. Yeah. Where do you get inspiration from, motivation from? Do you use their books that you read, um, podcasts you follow, and in life general? in general? I actually follow a lot of positive pages on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is filled with, like, positive memes. He's Russell Brand. He's really cool. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks a lot about, you know, life and the unconscious and yes. all that. Have you seen his um, YouTube interview with Eckhart Tolle? I don't think I have. I'll send you the link. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because do you know who Eckhart Tolle is? No. So, um, a big, big on being in the present moment and how the past and the future um, affects us and our state of mind and 
yeah. how all of that works. And Russell Brand interviews him. Yeah. That's awesome. See, I love that. Yeah. And I love always reminding myself that it's just the present moment is yep. all we have. Nothing exists except this right now. Yeah. Literally. So how you drove here today, it can't happen again. It's so forget oh. about it. If you're in a traffic jam, like so if you're in a traffic jam, you're blowing up and still worrying about, oh, about the traffic today, it was terrible and it's three o'clock this afternoon. You're not thinking about the conversation you're having at three o'clock in the afternoon. You just weren't always angry or worrying about the past. Yep. And I think that's that mental habit of just going over everything all the time like it's just you got to quiet your mind yeah exactly which i've learned a lot <laughs> to do <laughs> and as um people say because i've done a lot of work with this now people say how can you you know the podcast and with the really care sessions how do you sit there and talk with people don't you run out of things to say but if you're actually listening yeah. and not thinking while the other person is talking yeah. The conversations can go all day. Yeah. It's just that we're so caught up in thinking about trying to hang hang on this, you know, what can I say next based yep. on the past or the future and yeah, not exactly. listening to the other person. But anyway, I'll send you the link. It's a great, great yeah. watch because he has a bit of comedy in there. and Yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, I he's think. good. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. You have to send me the link. Yeah. Um, do you have any fears or phobias? Phobias? Oh, uh, obviously I hate spiders. Anything creepy crawly that jumps. Most people do. Cockroaches, yeah, all that. Spiders and snakes, they're just angry at life. I know. They're not no, fun. No. Anything else? Are you scared of heights or flying? Actually, or? yeah, I am scared of heights. I never thought I was. I actually still try and tell myself that I'm not, but if I'm up high, it's <laughs> <laughs> a completely different story. Now I'm scared. Yeah. Um, so yeah, spiders and heights. That's a that's enough of a combination. Yep. I won't jump out of a plane anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, me either, don't worry. What um if you could go back to teenage Cassidy, fifteen year old, mm-hmm. what advice would you give her today? I would tell her that um yeah, what everybody else thinks is actually has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just be happy because there's really no point in worrying so much yep. about everything. Great advice. I think that's what we all realise as we get older. It is. Yeah. I feel like life gets a bit more simple when you get older. Yeah, it like, can. Well, simple, complicated, but if you learn to yes. be a bit more quiet in your mind, it's, it can be a bit more simple. 100%. Um, mate, we've just done an hour 20. Did we? Yeah. Wow. For someone that wasn't interesting (laughs) (laughs) it's like what am i going to talk about it's not interesting (laughs) um there's so much more to talk about but we'll um we'll leave it there thanks craig mate thanks so much i just have some rapid fire questions oh god okay yeah you ready for this no all right what's your favorite takeaway meal oh maccas what what at maccas what are you going for at this moment probably a mcchicken burger yeah, they're quality. Yeah. <laughs> the double McChicken. Oh, don't know if I could do the double. Come on. You're a CrossFitter <sighs> now. Much. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite all-time movie? Titanic. Yeah? Love Titanic. It's a classic. How many times you've watched it? Probably four. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had any elite talent or superpower, what would you have? I'd love to fly. Yeah, good one. 
<laughs> and if you're down to your last 20 bucks and then life's over, mm. how would you spend it? Well, that's a question, isn't it? Mm. 20 bucks. Food. Food. A, McChick- a large McChicken meal. Yep, 20 bucks. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, thanks, Cassie, so much for doing this. Um, a great opportunity for people to get to know you a little better and what you're all about. So um, keep working on that CrossFit. And, <laughs> mate, it's a, it's awesome having you and Sandy and Demi train here and um, inspire us and, you know, just keep going. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, legend. Have a good day. You too.